Hare Krishna. Thank you for your kind introduction. I'm happy to be here again in Chopati, Shishi Radha Gopinath Mandir. I'm on my way from Hong Kong to Warsaw. <laughs> so I'm in transit. We're all in transit, actually. We're just transiting this material world. And in that regard, uh, we have heard the, the sad news this morning of the departure of His Holiness Kadamakanana Swami Maharaj yesterday. Sad for us, glorious for him, having departed in Vrindavan, uh, surrounded by devotees, loving devotees, chanting the holy name. Departing during the Abhijit Mohurta <laughs> at midday. So, for him, glorious back home, back to Godhead, certainly an example of uh, the perfection of devotional service. Uh, <clears throat> but sad for us, who are bereft of his association, I personally feel some, some darkness, some sadness. He, he has been a very uh, dear friend for many years. I thought we should, it will be good to sing uh, on this occasion, this song uh, composed by Srilanarottam Das Thakur from his Prartana, J. Anilo Premadana. Um, so, <clears throat> I suppose you may find on your phone <laughs> nowadays, everyone, if you want the, <clears throat> the text. And I suggest uh, that the first time that we sing through, we can sing twice, the first time that we don't play Kartals or Madanga, so this will be more, more meditative. Kaha dasa 
Raghunata Patita Pava Kaha 
Such a personality as Srinivasacharya gone. Where are my Swarup Damodar and Rupa Goswami? Where is Sanatan? Where is Raghunath Das, the savior of the fallen? Where are my Raghunath Bhatta and Gopal Bhatta? And where is Krishnadas Kaviraj? Where did Lord Goranga, the great dancer, suddenly go? I will smash my head against the rock 
and enter into the fire. Where will I find Lord Goranga, the reservoir of all wonderful qualities? Being unable to obtain the association of Lord Goranga, accompanied by all of these devotees, in whose association he performed his pastimes, Narottam Das simply weeps. Sheshanga Napaya Kande Narottam Das. Omagyanatimadandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shigurave Nama Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamahyam Tadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutta Paragamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavangscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatang Vitantang Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Vancha Kapatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitana Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Giradha Shri Vasari Gauravaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narottamam Deving Sarasvating Yasa Tato Jayamudirayet Nashta Prayeshvabhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhakti Bhavati Naishtiki This morning we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 1, Chapter 17, Punishment and Reward of Kali, verse 21. Sutta Uvacha, Evang Dharme Pravadati, Evang Dharme Pravadati, 
Samahitena manasa Samahitena manasa Vikheda paryachashtatam Vikheda paryachashtatam Sutta uvacha Evang dharme pravadati Sasam radvija sattama Samahitena manasa Vikheda paryachashtatam Uvacha. Sutta Goswami said, Evam so Dharma, the personality of religion, Pravadati, thus having spoken, Sa he Sangrat, the emperor. Dvijasattama, O best among the Brahmins, Samahitena, with proper attention, Manasa, by the mind, Vikheda, without any mistake, Paryachashta, counter replied. Tam unto him. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. Translation Sutta Goswami said, O best among the Brahmins, the Emperor Parikshit, thus hearing the personality of religion speak, was fully satisfied. And without mistake or regret, he gave his reply. Purport, the statement of the bull, the personality of religion, was full of philosophy and knowledge. And the king was satisfied, since he could understand that the suffering bull was not an ordinary one. Unless one is perfectly conversant with the law of the Supreme Lord, one cannot speak such things 
touching philosophical truths. The emperor, being also on an equal level with sagacity, sagacity, sageness, replied to the point without doubts or mistakes. Mukam karoti vachalam pangum langayate girim yat kripa tamaham bande shri gurundinatadanam. Since this is a kind of transition verse <clears throat> between uh, this, the speech by Dharma, the bull, Dharma personified, and Maharaj Prikshit's response. Um, perhaps we should go back a little bit to review what is it that uh, the, the bull has said. But first we need to know what he has been, what he's responding to. He is responding to a question from the king, the emperor, the samrat, uh, what was that question? Those of you who have been listening, who are here, anyone want to tell us what, uh, what King Parikshit, Maharaj Parikshit, has asked the bull? That was a few days ago discussed, I believe. <laughs> no one? Uh, too many days ago to remember. Something roughly what it must have been that he was asking. Who is the cause of your suffering? Okay, so it's a question about cause. And we'll talk about that, but the response of Dharma Verse 17 says, Dharma Uvacha. His response is quite interesting. Of course, it's interesting that there's a king and he's talking to a non-human being, uh, to a bull. It suggests that what we're reading is an allegory, although it doesn't explicitly say. There is an, uh, another case in the fourth canto. Mar, uh, Narada Muni is speaking with King Prachina Barhi, and he is uh, speaking a, an extended allegory, which is explicitly identified as an allegory. But here, it's an implied allegory. What is an allegory? An allegory is where you have abstract principles being personified. That would be one explanation. What is an allegory? So here we have an abstract principle. What is the abstract principle? It's dharma. Dharma is one of the most abstract principles in our tradition. Um, but dharma is personified. Dharma is embodied, not in a human being, but in a bull. Mm -hmm. And this bull is speaking. And what is he speaking? What is his response? He says, these words just spoken by you befit a personality of the Pandava dynasty. So first he's complimenting the king. <clears throat> uh, he elaborates on that. And then he says, O oh, greatest among human beings, it is very difficult to ascertain the particular miscreant who has caused our sufferings 
Because we are bewildered by all the different opinions of theoretical philosophers. He says it's difficult. Why is it difficult? He puts the blame on himself for not being able to determine what is the cause. What, uh, what What is that blame? We are bewildered. Bhakyaveda vimohita. Not only mohita, but vimohita. We're very, very confused. By what? Bhakyaveda. There's so many vakyas, so many statements, so many opinions. Veda, uh, they're split. There's a variety. There's so many of them. And then he gives some detail uh, in the next, uh, next, I think, two verses. Kejit, some, vikalpavasana, some of the philosophers who deny all sorts of duality declare that one's own self is responsible for his personal happiness and distress. Well, there's something to that, right? We... Uh, we understand something similar from Bhagavad Gita. Um, Others say that superhuman powers are responsible, while yet others say that activity, karma, is responsible, and the gross materialists maintain that nature is the ultimate cause. Here, um, nature's translation of svabhava. Yes, and verse 20, which you discussed yesterday, I believe, uh, he continues, there are also some thinkers who believe that no one can ascertain the cause of distress by argumentation, nor know it by imagination, nor express it by words. Hmm. O sage amongst kings, judge for yourself by thinking over all this with your own intelligence. <laughs> so he puts, he puts the burden of determining cause back on the king. <laughs> I can't say... Uh, what is the cause of my suffering? <clears throat> and he appeals to the fact that there are so many opinions, there are so many ways to explain cause, causality. One of the most prominent themes of the Bhagavatam, we could say, is causality. What is the cause? And of course, you can say the short answer uh, is, is there in the very beginning of the Bhagavatam. What, what is that short answer? Which is not so short because it's a long verse. Janmad yasya yatun vayad itaratas charte svara. The absolute truth, satyam param dimahi, is... Uh, the cause of Janma Adi, of the birth, etc., of <laughs> of everything. <laughs> That's okay. All right, good. So, what is that absolute truth? And then the Bhagavatam is elaborating. What is that Satyam Param? The entire Bhagavatam, but within this elaboration of what is the uh, the cause, the cause of all causes. Mm-hmm. The Bhagavatam is is complicating. It's showing how complicated uh, understanding causality can be. And we might say that one of the lessons of the Bhagavatam as a whole, but of this particular passage, this episode is a lesson for us is be careful in 
blaming. <clears throat> we all have this tendency, I think. Maybe I shouldn't be so inclusive. I have this tendency <laughs> to assign blame uh, when someone is uh, disturbing me, when someone is disappointing me, when something happens which is unpleasant, which is cause of suffering, I want to, I want to point to someone. It's his fault, it's her fault, it's their fault. Hmm. Anybody else here have that experience? <laughs> okay, I'm not alone. <laughs> I'm greatly relieved. <clears throat> and there's a reason why we do that, isn't it? There's a reason. There, because we want to understand why things happen, and we would like for them to to not happen. And so we want to see how can this, whatever it is, this cause, how can it be stopped? Uh, one interesting, I think, uh, example, analogy for this I came across is uh, two young men are walking alongside some river, not the Ganga, and near the shore, they see floating by a baby, a baby child uh, who is struggling. It's not, it's not dead. So one of the young men immediately jumps in the river and saves this baby. How did this happen? <clears throat> a minute later, another baby is <laughs> seen floating by it. Again, the young man jumps in, saves the baby. And they start to wonder, what is going on here? And then they go upstream, they're walking upstream, and uh, after some distance they see some crazy man is who knows where he's gotten these babies from, he's throwing them into the river one after another. Hey, what are you doing? So they managed to stop him, to get him arrested, taken away, and what happens to the babies, find their parents, whatever. The point is that they found the, they found the cause upstream from what they saw was the problem. So, yeah, we all know more or less in our own experience of life, we're all, we're all managers of our own lives. Um, that when there's some problem, look for the cause upstream. Find what it is uh, that's possibly not visible to you immediately, and solve the problem there. Don't keep, don't keep re rescuing babies from the river, you know. So that understanding, that, that explains why it is. We're looking for cause for, for troubles that we experience. And the sooner we can point to someone and say, aha, this, is, this person is the cause. Uh, the sooner we can do that, the, the quicker we feel some, some kind of psychological satisfaction. <laughs> I have found the cause of my misery. Stop him. Uh, well, that's a tendency we all have, and that is a tendency which we as Vaishnavas want to learn to curb because we want to look for causes behind the immediate cause. And this is a theme which is very much there in the Bhagavatam. And it's already there 
in the first canto. Uh, and uh, famously in the first canto, earlier than this chapter, there's a discussion on exactly the same point. Now let's see if you can think of uh, who I'm thinking of in a discussion about causality earlier in Canto One. Anyone? Hmm? Yes, Bhishma Dev. Bhishma Dev is approached by Yudhishthir Maharaj. Yudhishthir Maharaj is greatly distressed at what has taken place. The battle of Kurukshetra has has been uh, massively destructive. He feels responsible. He feels himself to be the cause. And Bhishma Dev is reassuring him otherwise. And in his reassurance, he is considering various possible other causes. And there's a kind of irony that the actual cause is right there standing next to him. The actual cause is Lord Krishna himself, who is, as Bhishma is lying, preparing to depart from the world, is there together with the Pandavas and so many others. And Bhishma Dev does not want to say, <laughs> you are the cause. He says, maybe it is time, maybe it is karma, maybe it, so many maybes. And Krishna is standing right there, and he is, as the cause of all causes, Bhishma does not want to put blame on Krishna. Even though he recognizes that he is the cause of all causes. The atheist wants to put blame for evil, for miseries of the material world on God. In order to uh, argue that one of two possibilities. One, actually there is no God. Or two, the person who is blaming God wants to say, I would be a much better God because I would not allow this suffering uh, which we see. Now, it's an interesting question. Why is it then that the Vaishnava refuses to put blame on God if the Vaishnava at the same time acknowledges that the cause of all causes is one particular person and his name is Krishna. Why do you suppose that we refuse to put blame on him? Well, we could think of a good number of reasons, but I want to suggest one, and we can think about it. The Lord is the source of everything unlimitedly, and therefore, as the creator of all existence, he is a plenitude. You know the word plenitude? Means plenty. There's, there's no limit. There, he is a plenitude of intentions. We often hear God has more than one uh, purpose whenever he does anything, whenever he performs his pastimes. Uh, he accomplishes many different things simultaneously. Well, does he accomplish many things or does he accomplish unlimited things? <laughs> and so when we, when we put blame on a person for doing something or for not doing, for neglecting something, for example, in law, in uh, in the legal sphere, 
there is always a, a question, there is a c- concern. Who is to blame for someone's suffering? And is that person who is to blame to be punished? So is God to be punished if he is the cause of all causes? Somehow that doesn't make any sense, does it? Punishing God. So why does it not make sense? Because his purposes are unlimited. And what we see of his purposes is only a tiny fraction uh, in the results, in the in the events that take place. So again, the Bhagavatam is all about, in, as one of its major themes, it's, it's very much about understanding cause, causality. Because we feel, if I can understand why things are the way they are, then I will understand how to act myself. A very interesting example of the question of causality, I believe an interesting uh, example, is in the third canto. When the four Kumaras are um, becoming tourists and they decide to visit Vaikuntha and they've passed through six out of seven of the gates of Vaikuntha, and they come to the final gate, and we all know what happens when they come to the final gate. They're stopped, and they're challenged. Who are you? Where do you think you're going? And they, uh, the, the four Kumaras, appearing as small children who are naked, are, um, are obstructed by Jai and Vijay, which leads to an altercation to some speeches back and forth, leading to the curse of Jayan Vijay. And there's a lot of discussion in, by the commentators uh, in this discussion, about this discussion. Who is to blame? Is it the four Kumaras? Is it Jayan Vijay? Is it a combination of them? Is it neither of them? And then Lord Narayan himself, when he hears all the commotion, he he comes, he appears, and he says, all of this is my fault. He volunteers himself as the cause of the trouble. He says, this has all been arranged by me. It's been arranged, and he explains, it's been arranged by me because I have my purposes. And and the Lord's purpose uh, is multiple, and that becomes elaborated in the course of the Bhagavatam, especially in the seventh canto. Uh So this um, search for causality and identifying causality. For the Vaishnavas, it's always a uh, a process that one is very careful about. And that's the example that's being given by the personification of Dharma, such that Maharaj Pariksit is going to uh, declare this in the next verse. He's going to say, Dharma bravishi dharma gya dharma asi risha rupa drik. You are dharma itself. How do I know that you are dharma? Because of how you have answered my question. And how has he answered the question? In a very non-committal way, which is surprising considering the style of the Dharma Shastras. If we would step back for a moment and consider Dharma Shastra, much of what Dharma Shastra about is identifying a culprit, someone who has uh, done a wrong, done a crime, 
and uh, giving specifications how that person is to be punished depending on what their offense has been. That's Dharma Shastra. Much of Dharma Shastra is on that subject. Here is personified Dharma himself. He's saying, I cannot tell you who is the cause of my suffering. Well, there's a lot of irony here because he personified Dharma. What does that mean to say that he has uh, been inflicted suffering? Well, one way to understand that, carrying the allegory, is that Dharma suffers. The, uh, the condition of there being the following of Dharma, of Dharmic principles, suffers. And that is the case in this particular age, in particular uh, the age of Kali. This is the situation we find ourselves in. Who can we blame for this condition? Maybe we should blame Maharaj Parikshit. Because in the next several verses, it's going to be uh, described that when he confronts personified Kali, he wants to kill him. What does Kali do? He throws himself before the king and says, I surrender unto you. Now you have to give me shelter. Ha ha. He's outsmarted him. You can't kill me because I'm taking shelter of you. And then as it works out, yes, you can take shelter where? Those places where sinful activities uh, are engaged in for sinful activities, places of those sinful activities, and a fifth place, the place where gold is, uh, is accumulated, is stored. Those places we see, especially um, the, the largest mm, structures in our cities are those places, banks, <laughs> multi-story banks. Um, so we could point to those places, we could point uh, to Maharaj Parikshit and say, you are at fault, you have allowed, we w would not have to suffer if you had killed uh, uh, personified Kali. But no, Maharaj Parikshit gave him shelter. Why? Because he is a principled uh, leader who follows this dharma that when someone takes shelter of you, you have to give shelter. Hmm. How much trouble could have been saved if he had forgotten that principle? <laughs> but he didn't. And so here we are in the age of Kali and what to do here the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is the explanation given why we in this age, what to do is to hear the Srimad Bhagavatam, isn't it? Dharmes, uh, what is it? Krishna Svadharma, Svadharma Bhagate Dharma Jnana Adivisaha, Kalo Nashtadrishamesha Puranarko Aduno Udita. Now, Aduna, in this age, what do we have left but uh, to listen, to, to hear, to study, to discuss, to elaborate on, to write about the Srimad Bhagavatam, Hare Krishna. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki. I'll stop there and <laughs> Hare Krishna. Do we have time for comments, reflections, questions? I don't know. It's already quarter after nine. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Uh, <clears throat> uh, thank you uh, for bringing this uh, 
whole causality, the way it is discussed in the Bhagavatam, very beautifully explained. Uh, there is this common question that about causality is about the cause of all causes. So people ask, who is who created God? Yeah. And uh, how do we? And also about you know about souls. Who created the soul? If, if, if there is no time, uh, how do we understand the principle of cause? If there is no time uh, in the spiritual realm. Yes, we are naturally inclined to such questions which lead to an, what's called an infinite regress. <clears throat> if there was a cause, and this is generally what can be seen in the material world, is that whenever you identify a cause of something, you can immediately, excuse me, ask, so what's the cause of that? So what's the cause of that? What's the cause? I'm thinking about um, the, you know, the situation we've all uh, been confronted with in the last <clears throat> three years was the sudden outbreak of a pandemic you know, called COVID. What is the cause? Where is the cause? And all kinds of efforts have been made to find that cause. Um, but whatever that cause is, you can keep asking that question. You can keep, all right, but what was the cause of, what was the cause of that? What was the cause? Um, and a, another interesting example is climate change. What is the cause of climate change? Well, um, a, lot of, a lot of science uh, seems to indicate that it's caused by human activity. Hmm, okay, so what is that activity? And you can go on and on and on. <laughs> Krishna has a very short answer to causes in the material world. Kama Asia, Krodha Asia, Rajoguna Samudbhava. <laughs> Mahasano Mahapatma Vidhyenam Iha Vairinam. Uh, kama and Kroda, these are the uh, these are the causes, lust and anger. <laughs> but okay, thinking now in terms in philosophical terms, philosophy of the, uh, philosophy of religion, if we say there is a cause of everything and that cause is a person, then then we want to ask. What is the cause of that person? And notice the form of that question, what? And the devotee says, it's not what, it's who. <laughs> it's not about... So you, you might want to ask, so who was the cause of God? But if you ask that question, then you're implying that that who is going to be greater than the one you've identified as God. So that who, okay, now he or she or a combination or is, is God. And unless you, unless you stop the infinite regress of questioning and accept that the, uh, the, hmm, a qualification of God, what makes God, God, is that uh, there's no more causes behind him. If you accept that as a part of the definition of God, then, then you can stop asking that question. And with the question, what about the cause of, this, of the atma, of the self, of the jiva? It's... It's a natural question for us because um, our ways of thinking are so much confined within uh, the limitations of time, time and space. 
And so we want to understand things in terms of time and space. And when we hear there is something which is beyond time and space, the the soul has no beginning and has no end, the mind short circuits. (laughs) There's, there's, uh, you, you know... There's some short-circuiting, we say. It doesn't, doesn't work. And so it jumps back and says, no, that's not possible. So, therefore, my question, what is the cause? When did it start? How did it start? And the answer is, it didn't start. Um, all right, then, what's the cause? Well, the cause is the supreme personality of Godhead. And since we agreed that he is without cause, then we have to accept. And if we agree that he must be without beginning, then we can start to accept that we may also be without beginning. Does that make any sense? I hope so, because I'm not sure it made sense to me. (laughs) But yes. Is that all right? Good. Anything else? Thank you very much, Srila Prabhupada Ki, Ananta Gauti Vaishnavarinda Ki, Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki, Gaur Premanande. Let us all thank His Holiness. Krishna Kshetra Swami Maharaj for spending his valuable time along with us by loudly chanting three times. Hari Om!